What's good, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee, and I'm here to talk to you about Two Loss Distribution. They are one of the most technologically advanced distributors in music. They distribute to more stores than any distributors around. They distribute, uh, they give you 100% of your royalties. They only charge you $3 a month, and you have an instant option to get an advance from these guys. So if you're watching this and you want to be in the music business and you're trying to figure out how to get help, I'm here to tell you, go to twoloss.com and use the word gods as your coupon code and you get the first three months free what's up everyone it's dream your k verdian queen rick the negotiator what's good is the kiff kid jack dance you see it he practiced that uh, my favorite part is when jack says something i look at chad and chad does this thing with his head and i don't feel bad i look i literally look right at you and i'm ray daniels aka the culture referee and this is the culture report let's go uh uh dream well, before we go, let's shout out our sponsors. Let's shout out to Two Loss Distribution. If you need distribution and you're not using Two Loss, you are bugging. They don't take none of your royalties. It's only $3 a month. And if you use our code, God, you get first three months free. And shout out to Tote and Carry. Uh, shout out to Yoko Vodka. And shout out to KL Alkaline Water. And shout out to all of you, whoever's watching the show. I don't think you guys understand that you guys are the engine that helps us continue to go. So like, share, tell a friend, pull up on us, hit, give us some comments, like tell us what you want to talk about. Like right. we're trying to create an open conversation. So we want you guys to be a part of it. So DM me, Jack, anybody, the God show, matter of fact, DM the God show page. We all check that and tell us what you want us to talk about. And don't forget to follow the blue couch. Yeah, let's go. Jack, I put that at the bottom of the right. screen too. So let's get into the show dream. Let's okay, go. Let's get into it. So Travis Scott, um, album Utopia goes double platinum. So now fans are questioning how Travis Scott lost to Killer Mike at the Grammys. So what y'all thoughts? Well, I think uh, a lot of people don't understand that the Grammys is not like a fan-based thing. It's more of an industry-based thing. The Recording Academy is not like a million fans. The Recording Academy is a selected um, number of music industry professionals mm. that impairs that vote. Yeah. So... It's, it's not like a Kids' Choice Award where you fucking put a number, you know, 800 number and you got all or, star or, or voting. Like, it's not yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? So, because they're like, that, we that don't know, you know, a lot of people that. don't listen to Killer Mike. Let's, let's no, I, I don't say that. Don't that's say a lot of people. True. That's not true. Well, like, you, the, you want to jump in? Not the new, yeah. not in the new generation. No, no. Okay, so, okay, so here's the thought. People have to understand something. There's a difference between popularity and critically acclaimed. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, there are a lot of artists who are winning right now who are popular, but they don't have that critical acclaim. And then you have those rare artists like Kendrick Lamar, mm -hmm. like J. Both. Cole, like yeah, who are both, right? Uh, Hove, yay, both. But when people start talking about who won the Grammy, Killer Mike did the work and his album, probably his album, it's also about messaging. It's also like they want the winners, the Grammys want the winners to represent where they want the world to be. Mm -hmm. So if they reward bullshit, and by the way, it's not them, it's voters. Like, all of us can yeah. be voters. Like, you, you have to go through a process to be a voter, but it's your peers. That's why it matters so much. Mm -hmm. So people, people got to stop talking about kill, Killer Mike and age and all that other stuff because Killer Mike, is he did the work. And okay. to be honest with you, he says something one day. Killer Mike, what well, he said that made me want to do it, he said, I made me want to see him win. He said... 
my I am a kid who was raised in hip hop. My mom had me when she was 15. Mm. My mom was playing Ice Cube. Today was a good day for me when I was a kid. Yeah. And he said, I made this album for mothers to play for their sons or their kids. And that's what it's about. And to me, you might not know what Utopia is. You might not know what Travis Scott's mission is. His mission might just be to rage because he want to rage. For sure. Killer Mike, he, he clearly communicated what he wanted to do, and he did it. And that's the key. I, that's what I like about Mike, too, because, um, you know, we saw him the other night at, the, at a, a Grammy party and stuff, is that, like, he is unapologetically Atlanta. For sure. And, and he, and, and not just... You know, in the sense of like a creative, like yeah. you know, He's but but also like he really cares about the Atlanta community, like because yeah. that's all he talks about. Like the other night when we were all at dinner, he was talking about like Atlanta older artists and younger artists need to both be working with Particularly, each other. Yeah, that's that you know the mayor comes out and support not just um, the current mayor but two other mayors. I think Kasim and and Andre Keisha. Within, He's, and he's Keisha more Yeah, he's, you know what I'm saying. So like. It, it, it's like just I'm just feeling like his whole aura like in terms of like it's not just an album like he said yeah. it's not just for him it was for everybody in the room it's for, it's for a lot of other people to share and the fruits of that so it's not like it's not a self it's not coming from a selfish place right. yeah yeah I, I agree I mean the most important thing I think you have to be as an artist now is knowing who you're talking to the audience doesn't find you I keep telling people a million songs are uploaded a week Mm. We don't have a music problem. Yeah. We have a connectivity problem. We don't know why we should listen to your song. Um, and if you think we should listen to your song just because it's you making it, you've already lost in the race. That's true. Mm -hmm. You have to find a way to make people care. Um, I'm not going to front. I heard Mike's album, a couple of records, but after I left that event months ago, I really listened to it the whole ride home. And I was like, he's right. Yeah. So I'm saying, but if Mike doesn't say that that day, then do I listen? Do I do that yeah. clip? So the point is, is that artists out there that are paying attention, I, and I want you guys to understand that you have to be super intentional about what you're doing and where you're spending your time. Um, and like Jack said, like we have been in every room with all these people, and when we in these rooms, you know, you get to know who they are. So that would be my answer. Like we gotta. Shout out to Killer Mike. He's about to do the show. I talked to him last night. He said, bro, we done. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wait to have him on. So we get him on the show. Yeah. Let's get it. One of my next, first, let's go to the next one. One of my first videos was the Killer Mike video. What, what song was it? I, it was some, um, about his car. I forgot the name, but it was like in 2004. And it was like, you want to do a video? I was like, sure. And it was a Killer Mike video. And I was like, okay. It was, it was over with after that. But anyways, so I know everybody's seen Cam Newton got jumped by... Um, three guys at his own football camp, and he was throwing them guys off with, like flies. And he had on his um, they say he had on the Wicked Witch hat, and it didn't budge. <laughs> it didn't budge at all. So, what's your thoughts on him getting, you know, jumped by three guys at his own football camp? Like, what? Um, well, trying to jump. I him. saw the clip, but like, <laughs> was it like? The parents of kids? Or no, was it, it was grown men. But we don't know why. That, we, that, we, we don't know why. We don't know why happened, it why happened. But it shouldn't have happened. This is a man. <laughs> that does these camps often. He yeah, gives he back gives to the back. community, mm -hmm. comes out of his own pocket, does everything. Never asks anybody for anything. And to see the type of treatment he got, you know, this is a black man. Right. You know? In Atlanta. Yeah. In Atlanta. He needs to keep three of his little there's cousins nothing, with him. There's nothing was positive Was the camp here, though? Yeah. Not, yeah, it was here. Yeah, okay. It was here. But, but I would say this. I would try to find a positive. They fought. It was over. It was over, yeah. Nobody got shot. Nobody right. put out right. a gun. Nobody tried to hurt nobody. And to me, I hate the scene of them fighting, but I like the fact that when it was over, it was over. 
And to me, I feel like that's the lesson that needs to be learned. We saw footage of some young boys fighting at a, a school here, like Pebblebrook School or something like that. It was all over the internet, and they fought, and as soon as one guy hit, he put his gun out and started shooting. And we got to show people that it's okay to fight. Mm -hmm. It's okay to, you know what I mean, like to handle your business, and even if it's taking a loss. But I will say this. I wouldn't say they jumped Cam, because no, Cam is like 6'5". That's why I say he a 250, country boy. 280 pounds. He's a and you know, I think they ran up on the wrong. They fucked around and found out. They looked yeah. around, was like, "Bro, we got, we ain't gonna like beat them one on one. We gotta get them together." Bro, the hat didn't move. If you see, he's just moving. If, yeah, but, like, but you know, ever seen him in person? He's nothing, but he's just so muscular and tall. But you know, the thing about it is, he's is that it, it, he also it's also in Atlanta. So we also before we start, I hate talking about shit without a why, because yeah. for all we know, those was people that he knew. Like one thing we don't talk enough about is how much. We are hated in our communities by certain people because we made it. And they always say, go back to your community. But yeah. then you got to ask yourself, is it safe for me to go back? Mm, because true. as much as you want me to go back and touch these kids and, and, and give money and do things there, look what happened to Nip. Yes. See what I'm trying to say? Like, uh, French Montana was just sent what happened to Chinks. Yeah. Like, these guys are like, you, you kind of, we make it. But it's almost like you got to make it and leave your community now. Because you if you make it and go back, somebody going to be mad at you. Like, it'd be people mad at me for what I'm saying. And I'm like, how are you mad? Like, I can't, there's not a human in this world. I'll take Charleston White, for example, that I have a problem with because of what they say. Right. Now, I might have a problem with something you said. Mm -hmm. But I don't have a problem, problem with you. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? The only way I can have a problem with you is if you did something to me or you did something to harm someone that I care about or harm someone who, a child or something, then I got a problem with you. But I just think that, you know, we got, if, if you are on the internet, you're watching this and you hear this and somebody on the internet is frustrating you, I want you to, instead of getting your fingers out typing something, I want you to go look in the mirror and ask yourself, why does someone you don't know bother you so much? Right. Because right. I get comments from people all over the world. I've only responded and a lot of negative too. I've only responded to like one or two. I responded to my baby about five or six, but it was never like to argue back. It was just like, oh, wow, look at you. You can't give your opinion without calling me a clown. Right, yeah. You don't even know me and you call, like, don't mm -hmm. call me a name or don't listen to this dumbass nigga. Here we go. You're calling me a dumbass nigga. Look at your life and look at my life. Who's the dumbass nigga that you should be listening to? <laughs> that's right. yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? But that's how I would respond. I don't like, you dumbass nigga. I don't know you. Yeah, kill him I with kindness. Yeah, like, it's not even killing with kindness. It's, it's, it's killing with realness. It's realness, like, how sure. are you so bothered by another, what another man said? And mind you, there were times where I was bothered by what other men said. Right. But I had to realize it was because I wasn't where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And I had to make those changes to me. And now, honestly, there's nothing anyone can say that would bother me. Because I know who I am, and not only that, I, nobody's words affects my money. Right. Actually, sometimes negative comments is how you get rich. Donald Trump was the most hated man in the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. He was all we could talk about, and eventually he won. He won so yeah. sometimes when we're worried about those things, you got to just look at it from that standpoint. I, the whole point of us, what we're doing, is to make the world better. And I can't make the world better by acting like the people that make the world worse. So... If you want to make the world better, fix yourself and then come back outside. But y'all niggas that's outside complaining about how the world is and ain't doing nothing for yourselves, y'all niggas got y'all niggas are losers. And I'm gonna say that to your face. By the way, I was once if a it loser. Don't make dollars, it don't make sense. I was once a loser. So I don't I can say that because it takes one to know one. For mm -hmm. sure. And I, once I made those changes, my life changed. I ain't gonna lie. Cam was looking like 
Goro fucking and Bison or something. Like, it was like three or four of them it trying to... It looked like the man raiding on Mortal like, Kombat. Yeah, yeah, it was like a video game, like an end boss type shit. He definitely, you know held, it, he definitely held it down. Yeah, he was... He was it's Atlanta. Salsa, yeah. Atlanta. It Salsa. was about Atlanta shit. I, I hate that I was on camera, but it was on camera. It is what it is. Wow. Okay, anyway, so... I'm, What's good, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And if you're wondering who this beautiful woman sitting next to me is, is my sister Tiffany Daniels Sai. Let's give it up for my sister. Everybody get clap. This is good. And my sister is, she's the most talented person in the family. And we started a family business, a signature scent company. So if you like smoke a lot of weed in your car and you want to get the scent out, you have to check out these scents. I know guys that use it for the weed. I know people that use it for cologne and everywhere they go to get compliments. We make candles. We make room sprays. We got them in kits. So if you want to buy something for your loved one or anybody you know that you care about, hit us up, LorraineCo.com. We're going to put the website at the bottom of it. Uh, but support this black business. Support this black woman. And order, I promise you guys. As a matter of fact, use the word gods and we'll give you... 15% off. I just made that up. So if my sister face looks crazy, don't get mad at her. I'll eat that. But guys, when I tell you this shit is incredible, you really should check this out. The best sense ever. LaRayCo.com. And we'll put it at the bottom of the screen. Thank you. Thanks. Welcome to the culture. Um, made a report. Which rapper has made the best transaction in hip hop into a whole new industry? So we got 50 cents, the power universe and BMF. We got Ice Cube, Big Three Basketball League. And Joe Budden, the Joe Budden mm -hmm. podcast, Nori Drink Champs podcast, Kanye West Yeezy clothing brand, Gilly the Kid Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, Jay Z Rock Nation Sports, Cameron and Mace. It is what it. It is what it is. Sports show. So, which one would you say? Well, I think first and foremost, I mean, we got to thank hip hop for giving all of these guys yeah. the opportunity to even do more than what they did. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, the comparison thing is cool because, you know, everyone's going to well, have like that opinion. like who made the best transition from rap to being business? Well, Hove. I mean, it's not even a question. Yeah. It's Hove. Like You think so? It's not even a question, bro. He became, he worth $2.5 because Rock of his Nation business Sports. acumen. I would say Kanye. Yeah, but, but Kanye, Kanye, well, yeah, I would say Kanye is the close two. But, but Kanye, here's the difference. Kanye shit works because of him. He's the engine. Rock Nation is the machine, whether Jay shows up or not. It's, Rock Nation is the machine. Kanye's a close second, by the way, but Kanye, Kanye's, they both are genius for the routes that they took. How about that? Uh, I mean, I, honestly, I think all of them won. But no, no, for, we didn't ask for, who won. We asked who's 50, your best. The, the best, I, to, just me on a personal note, a it Queens would probably nigga. be, yeah, it's going to be a tie between Kanye and Fifth. Because I think that what, what, what Fifth has done with power is power is like in living color right yeah, now for, for, for sure. us. Like it's, it's what it's everyone's Martin. talking about. You know, it, it came from one show and went into like five different spinoffs and just what he's doing creatively and, with and that. And before 50 Cent did this, he had the vitamin water also. Damn, I forgot. Ice Cube. Ice Cube, ooh, that's a yeah, you can't forget that. Can't, yeah, he made some classic music, yeah. film, culture. Yeah. Yeah. And this you is cannot for forget the culture. That. Um, he spawned the careers of actors and actresses. Yep. Um, he, I mean, N.W.A. I mean, he wrote the hits. He wrote them. Not yeah. he was just a member of the group. He wrote them. But, right. but can I say something? No, it's only here's what I would say. It's only 
Who at the list do you think everyone will want to line up just to hear what he has to say? And I think it's Jay-Z. I think if Jay-Z is speaking, Cube wants to hear it. I think Cube will hit Jay for some advice. I think Agreed. 50 will hit Jay for advice. I think Cam and May, I think everybody will There's hit Jay for advice. Who? I think the Kanye guy, man. No, 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 no. no I, I, I was saying, to me, it's, Kanye, it's Jay, Kanye, fifth. Why 50 um, over Ice Cube? Yeah. Um, because if I'm being honest with you, I... I feel like Cube opened the door for 50. Cube opened the door, but Cube has never, to me, he's never been, I don't know, man. It's like, I wouldn't watch Cube movies. Okay. Like, I wouldn't watch, are we there yet? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's like, it's like, you know, I think Friday, I think All About the Benjamins. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, like, I loved uh, Straight Outta Compton, but... To me, Q, to, okay, so here's what I really believe. I believe this. I believe that we're, if we are giving props to rappers for moving into different spaces, we don't mm -hmm. understand the concept of hip-hop, right? Mm -hmm. Hip-hop is about, hip-hop is rooted in taking what you have, mm -hmm. which is all we had was a microphone and a DJ and mm -hmm. a beat, and taking it and putting eyes on you to do other things, whether as other those other things are shows, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, when I see certain artists uh, that like a uh, fifty or someone else who's doing it, to me, it's like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. If I'm being honest with you, how are you not doing it? You're supposed to take your brand and move up with it. Yeah. How are you not doing it? So for me, I don't understand how you have access and you don't make something happen with it. That don't make sense to me. Like, to me, is to me is weird celebrating pivots because if you are famous, you can pivot and do anything you want. Yes, you can. Like mm. Ashton Kusher pivoted. No one talks about it. Mm -hmm. Man, literally left acting, started funds, started being coming a, a, a entrepreneur, a tech investor in the tech space, mm -hmm. and do we even hear like he owns so many things, right? Yeah. So it's like, how can he do that? Because he's Ashton Kutcher. So even the reason why I did this show is because you wouldn't believe how many people are just fans of people, and that's why they got those opportunities. And I managed writers and producers. That was, that, that was my claim to fame. So you don't really care about the guys that help the guys. You kind of want to be around the guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I kind of had to make myself a guy. Okay. And now people want to talk to me, and it's like, Work. well, we go from this. That's the thing about podcasting that I think people don't get. People are always like, don't podcast, don't podcast. I'm like, bro. Podcasting is giving you a moment to tell people what you know. There are people who don't know every, it's people who work with you for years, Rick, that don't know what you know. Right. They know yeah. what you know pertaining to them, mm -hmm. but they don't know that you can help them with other things. That's right. And to me, you know, you better put a mic in front of your face and tell people what you know. Right. You better. Because if you know something, you better tell people you know that because that's how you manifest and attract money. That's right. Yeah. And if you, most of the other rappers are not doing it. And, you know, so for me, I just, my order is Jay-Z, Ye, them two at the top. And I'm going to also say Dr. Dre. Yeah. Are we going to give him props? Right. Dr. Dre was known for one thing over everything. High quality music. High quality music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when sure. he said he wanted to sell sneakers, Demi was like, don't sell sneakers, sell speakers. Dre's mm -hmm. a billionaire now. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, like, I just think that, you know, if you're in hip hop and your only goal is to come in here and make some show money and do that, you don't understand the concept of, the, you don't understand how powerful your influence is. You can change the world with one tweet. You can change the way people think with one statement and you're sitting there trying to just do shows. So for me, I'm not surprised. I think we look at it wrong. You're supposed to pivot. 
Everybody need to be pivoted. Look at Chameleon. He pivoted. Like, we didn't see old and gray in hip-hop in the 80s. No, we didn't. In right. the 90s. In the 2000s. It's like 2010s is the first time we start seeing. We didn't think a 40-year-old rapper would make an impact. Mm -hmm. Because some of this I want to talk about that we don't talk enough about. People don't understand the, the importance of timing. Like, everybody wants it today. But you might not be ready today. Like, dog, there wasn't an opportunity to do the things that we're doing in the 80s and 90s. They was just trying to get a couple of dollars to get a car and pull up to their block. Yeah. Right. Now, niggas can buy the block. Right. They couldn't do that in the 80s. They couldn't do that in the 90s. They could do that in the mid-90s. They could That's do that after true. 94. Mm. 94, yes. was the year the, 94 was the year hip-hop changed. Because yep. a lot of artists like 94, 95, yes. 94, that's the money, when the that's money when, started to change. Like, no, no, but not the money started to change because of quality, Nike. because the importance of what you're doing was changing. Mm -hmm. Nas drops, Illmatic, 94, Big drops, Ready to Die, Ready to die 94, mm -hmm. Outcast drops, um, uh, State Southern Playlist, Cadillac Funk and Music in 94. So to me, everything is, is hip hop before 94 and after 94. Because like niggas from 94 are still here. Nas is still here and relevant. Yes, he is. I ain't nobody from 93 still here making music. It's a good point. And think about it. Just like one year different. It's just one. Ain't nobody point. from '93 still here. It's something about that year where hip hop grew, and that was probably the year that they let us in. And shit, we how many billionaires we make? How many millionaires no we make? Coincidence, because I think '95 is probably the greatest year in the history of hip hop. I can see that. Mm, yeah. I actually think it's when you think mm. about everything that 95, came out. 96. I mean, it's really three years. It's '88, '95, and '98. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as the years. Yeah. In hip hop, where you got iconic. Projects from iconic artists, right? Yep, and the quality it was it was tremendous. Yeah, and it, it, was, it was tremendous it, to me. I'm not going to get into that because it's too long. I was going to say, go ahead, go ahead, Sabrina. I do it okay, on another show. So I need I'm gonna have y'all elaborate on this a little bit for me. So Dame Dash to lose remaining shares in Rockefeller after judge orders him to sell them to pay outstanding debt. I don't think that's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. But let me tell you what it, can I tell you what it is? Okay, tell me. From breaking it down from my knowledge, uh, obviously I don't know everything about it. But what it really is is that. So if you're a dame and you're dealing with a whole lot of drama, the last thing you want is assets. Right. So, you know, you might own a house, but it's your woman's house. You might, it's her name. You might own this. And Rockefeller is the last asset that we all know for a fact that he owns. Reasonable doubt. So yeah. I could see them saying, well, you ain't got nothing. You got that. Yeah. So, all he, so they, they ordered him to sell it to get the money. Now, if he comes up with the money, then he doesn't have to sell it. Mm -hmm. Which he could probably mm -hmm. come up with the money. So oh, that's right. what he got it. the money. 823. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Uh -huh. He got the money somewhere. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> of course. I mean, listen, bro. Yes, he does. It's business. It's business. Yeah. You, you just got to, you, but you got to protect your assets. That's right. why people always tell you, put your money in the trust. You can't sue someone that has a trust. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's ways around it, but that's the only asset that he probably publicly owns. So, I listen, man. Listen, man, nobody is going to take that from Dame except for Jay-Z. Yeah. That's the only person that wanted That's like, it. And, and Jay-Z. He could buy it. He, of, you don't of think he's he going to buy it? But Dame doesn't want to sell Dame it. Dame doesn't want to sell it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the last thing they own together. And that's, mm, yeah, so why would he sell it? That, for sure. that was the first album. So he wants yeah. to hold on to it. So he'll come up with the money. I, I'm willing to bet they don't sell a piece of Rockefeller. I'm willing to bet they don't sell a piece of Reasonable Doubt. You think Hove is going to let that happen? Mm-mm. Oh, crazy. You think somebody could buy he my shit because of his shit? That he, might over, he might give him $3 million and say, give me and go away. Well, they said, I think he made an offer like $1.3. $1.5. Mm -hmm. 
okay, yeah. 1.5, something like that. But yeah, but you know, that's, that's it's, it's worth more than that. that it's worth more than that. It's worth more. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that album is, Jay-Z is considered the greatest of all time, and that album is the first one that, that he celebrates the most. Yeah, Man, you bugging. You too. think that. you Just the story of it alone that is going to be, that one. album's going to be worth $100 million dollars ten, 100 years from now. Don't sell your piece. I wouldn't. Probably worth that now. <laughs> Probably worth that now if you think yeah. about it. Trust me. So yeah, I'm gonna just just real quick because I just, I've been thinking about it, just go back to what we were saying about the rappers pivoting, and I think that um, I mean you got to give Cam and Mace a lot of props because they're disrupting sports right now. Yeah, they they're not just thriving like they're totally totally disrupting, and I and I love that. But also I think um, I look at like Styles too, Styles P from the yeah. Box with the um, uh, Juices for Life. And I forgot the name of the um, pharmaceutical pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, to me, that takes a lot of courage mm -hmm. to be coming from, you know, rap when you're rapping about, I guess, mostly like negative things or whatever's going on in your community. And now he's kind of like telling us, yo, we need to be eating different. We need yeah. to be taking vitamins. We need to be fucking taking three yeah, shits a day. Still, yeah. We need to be, you know, sunlight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and like we can't forget about, we can't forget about someone like Styles either. Yeah. Or he tells people to take three shits a day? <laughs> Two or three shits a day. He yeah, says that? Yeah, he said it on, on some of the posts that okay. that's how you know you have um, healthy bowels. Okay, cool. You know right. what I'm saying? Let's go to, the, right. ne let's go to the next subject, please. <laughs> Word. Okay, nah, real so talk, Three shits a day. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? You could have said okay, bowel so movements. You, you could have, you could uh, This nigga went so low by bread, three man. shits. You know Jack gonna say it. He ain't gonna say it. Let's go to the next one. Okay, so you know your boy Kanye, he's back on the internet. Um, Adidas put out some Yeezys and Kanye West is not feeling that. He's trying, you know, they're stealing his designs. And on top of that, um, we're going to say Vultures. Is, this is the second week for being number one on the charts. Yeah. So Kanye West, about the Adidas, he just been on a rant. This and that got seven songs on that album. Yeah. Seven? Who the seven? You do? Mm-hmm. Mm. And Carnival, the number one, the record, the single. My producer, Digital Nas, did it. So I love the shout out he gave you too. Like that oh, yeah, that's my bro. Real shit. Yeah, for sure. That was some real yeah, shit. Yeah, I so, seen that. What were you saying though? That he okay, said Adidas so, in his in his shoes. So Yeezy, I said so. Adidas is putting out Yeezys, but you know Kanye, he severed the relationship with Adidas. Of course. For the you know, yeah, the they had to. whatever they had to going on. So now they're putting out his Yeezys. Yeah, yeah they can. Them. They own it. So what? what I don't. What y'all think about that? About them branding his sneaker and putting his sneaker out like. Is Adidas gonna get in trouble for that? No, or? they they trying to get their money back. They trying to get their money. Those yeah. are the designs, but it's their it's their brand. It's, it's their brand. But how is that possible? That's their. But those are the same way. Easy. The same way when you're as an artist, when an artist dies, they can still put your album out. If they if you're signed to them, they own those masters. I feel like they're messing with Kanye because you already know Kanye. He was gonna. Yeah, and, but 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 it's it's okay. So it's something that we should we not talking about. And I'm gonna see if I can send you the clip because I would love to add it. I would love to add it to the show. Mm. But Kanye did an interview with the Breakfast Club ten years ago, and he basically said, "I think I got it." But you severed your relationship with me. No, 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 no. I want y'all to know. I want y'all to know why this man is a hero. Like I want y'all to know why this man is a hero. And I they think, wonder why Kanye always on a rant because they always doing something to him. Please, tell me I got. I got. So if somebody sent it to me, I, I hope I can find it. But. I, I found a book. Anyway, Kanye was on The Breakfast Club and he was basically saying like, like Charlemagne, who I love, but Charlemagne be giving Kanye the worst time. Yeah. And Charlemagne is like, Kanye, why are you selling your shit at the price you're selling it at? And Kanye kept telling him, I don't have control over the pricing of my stuff. 
Mm. And he was like, he was like, of course I want to sell it for $20, but they won't let me. He said, I didn't price the, 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 the first Red Octobers. I didn't price those. They did. I don't price yeah. my clothes. So everybody's mad at me, and I don't have control over that. Mm. And look what he does 10 years, 11 price years later. He gets clothes. out his deal, and he sells everything for $20. And so to me, I feel like everybody, Charlemagne especially, owes him an apology. Because y'all yeah. give him such a hard time. Maybe Kanye's biggest problem is his ability to communicate properly. Maybe that's his biggest problem, right? Mm. His, 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 his ability to express himself in the right tone or express himself in a way that makes people digest yeah, I it. Because I, I feel like people are so <laughs> mad at him. They're like, you're famous. Yeah. He exposed the apparel world mm. and became a billionaire and sacrificed his billionaire status to show us who they were. They was mad at him when he had... Make Trump uh, again. He was with Trump. They were mad at him for well, that. That's, that's, that's something different. That's something different. I'm only going to talk about that's something totally different. Yeah. But I, I also think his reason for Trump, in my opinion, was because he wanted to know know the other side, mm. and it was like if I come to y'all side, y'all teach me those things. Because it's one thing that people can you can never say about Kanye. I don't give a fuck who you are. He's gonna do. He's never thing. switched up on black people. Never. Not one time. Not one Not time one has time. he ever spoke out against black people. He spoke out. He's never switched up on black never. people. Mm. And for me, it's like whether it was George Bush don't care about black people. Legendary. Right? Yeah. Whether he's always right. spoke up for, he's always spoke for, Kanye has always spoke up for the oppressed. Don't forget, he's the first person to come on record and say, gay is the opposite of hip hop and I don't like that. Like, why can't gay people be in hip hop? Kanye did that interview yeah. nine years ago. He's always spoke up for the oppressed. So, to me, when people like Char or Charlemagne or, you know, people try to kill him, it's always kind of like, well, you owned? Yeah. Because if you hear what he's saying from his first album, he's always spoke as a free nigga. Yeah, mm. sure. Like, he gave us the answers even when it was unpopular. Yeah. He told us things even when it meant he was going to lose. And to me, to watch us turn against him, my generation, Charlemagne the guy, it bothers me because it's like, Charlemagne, you, you came up differently. You came up in iHeart. And you have a the 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 Black Effect Pod Network, which is amazing mm -hmm. for Black creatives. But iHeart did that. iHeart gave you the money and the yeah. and the access to do that. You own it. Yeah. But what about niggas that want that that can't that don't have iHeart, Charlemagne? Like, what about them? So how they get there? They got to make a different kind of noise. Right. So and to me, and, and to be honest with you, Charlemagne built his career. Making noise. Making noise. Right. So That's why are you hating on another man making noise? And by the way, Charlemagne is, is one of my favorite people in the world, but I just have to say that because I get mad at how he, he crucifies Ye for the shit he does. But man, let me tell you our story really quick. I had an artist, and I'm going to tell Charlemagne this one day. I had an artist. Yeah. We was on a promo tour from Atlanta, from Florida. We started at the MTV Music Awards 05. Went from, went from Miami, where it was, all the way to New York. Mm. The whole time, mind you, we stopped in Jacksonville. We stopped in every market. Everybody said, it's a guy in Columbia, South Carolina named Charlemagne the God. Watch him. Like, literally, like, you know, I'm like new yeah. to the game. I'm like, what the worst that he could do? Mm -hmm. So we met him. So we get to South Carolina. And then it was like, Charlemagne was the stop. Mind you, this is 20, this is 19 years ago, y'all. This is, this is a little station in Greenville, South Carolina, mm -hmm. or Columbia. 
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. I mean, wherever he was. And anyway, he, he comes, he greets us. It's like, it was one of those like pre-recorded interviews. You know how that should go. He greets us, give him that. What's up? What's up, bro? What's up? How y'all doing? Good. Then we get to the interview. I'm sitting here with an artist I've never heard of, and they asked me to talk to him about a Chevy song, and he's one of a hundred artists with a Chevy record, and, and then now we looking like, God. Mm. what? So now I'm looking like, so he's like, why we like your song? Why we like your Chevy song, man? Why your Chevy song? And you know, he was explaining, he did his thing, but what no one knows is that that artist never wanted to promote that song again. From the rest of that tour, he didn't want to promote the song. He did, but he didn't want to because he felt like, he felt like Charlemagne is, he was right. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I don't want to push a Chevy song. He right, everybody got. Jeezy yeah. got one from old school Chevys, the drop right, top. Right, right, he said, right, everybody right. got a Chevy yeah. song. That kid ain't never recovered from that moment. That's crazy. The Charlemagne, you see what I'm trying to say? My point is, is that I'm pretty sure that everybody in this couch, someone has a bad story about. But... <laughs> You gotta allow, you gotta meet us where we are right now. And to me, I feel like where Ye is now, as much as you might not like him, you gotta admit, he was telling us that. You don't know the answer, Sway, he wasn't wrong. He had no control and we thought, because you're a celebrity, of course they're gonna give you control. And he didn't. And now we're seeing the difference between his Yeezy brand and his Adidas deal. Mm -hmm. Now he's selling stuff for $20. Mm -hmm. He probably always wanted to do that. To beat out Adidas. No, he wants to, he is, that's Robin Hood shit. Yeah. I want to take my money. I want to take, I want, you know kids are getting killed for Jordans out here. Yeah. Why would you, why would you put a pair of Jordans on a kid knowing that it's, he's going to walk in the hood and somebody's going to want to hurt him. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to want to take him down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, you know what? Let's make all those shoes $20. Now what you, you want 20, here, you, here, just take 20, go get yourself something. Yeah. Right? Mm. See what I'm saying? Like he understands the hood that, and I feel like these people at Adidas, y'all don't, y'all don't understand what it's like to be from the hood and walk around with the right sneakers and be worried that somebody gonna jump you and take yeah. you mm-hmm. or kill you for them. Cause they don't wanna fight right now. Like it's so many things. So him doing that, I just feel like we should celebrate that rather than hating on it. And I feel like Charlamagne owes him an apology. Let me go to the next one. Oh, y'all can talk about it, I'm just done. <laughs> you guys I, I mean, I, I, I think that was well said. Yeah, Rick? No, that was. Okay, so. But what I, what I, what I, but. I do want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He ain't done. Well, here's, here's a question I got. So with Kanye and um and Dollar Sign having the number one album and Usher having the number two album, do you think that more artists are going to take this independent route or no, this thing no, and, and no. kind of like try to Kanye has own? the number two album because... Usher. It, no. 
You just said no, Kanye. yo, I'm sorry. Kanye has a number one album because Kanye understands something that 99% of artists don't understand: connectivity. Usher, it did the Super Bowl, the biggest stage, but we wanted to watch him do perform perform records we know. Mm. This new album is records we don't know. Mm. So all the Super Bowl did was put a put the brightest light on possible, and I believe Usher sells 40 or 50. I believe Usher does 100 first week because the Super Bowl. So whatever he did, it was double. But nothing tops someone being worth $6 billion, yeah. losing their entire fortune because he went to war with the Jewish community by himself. And then instead of apologizing, he said, how can I be anti-Semitic? I just fucked a Jewish bitch. Facts. Like, at that, that's connectivity. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, if Usher's first song was about the Super Bowl... <laughs> Maybe then. Mm -hmm. It goes mm -hmm. back to what we said about Andre 3000. His first song was, I wanted to do a rap record, but I didn't know, so this is all I could come up with. Now, you, he gave you the story. He doesn't talk, but the song spoke for him. What Kanye understands connectivity. Most artists think that their music has nothing to do with them. Mm. Confessions, if we knew that that was Jabane's story when it first came out, mm. does it sell 20 million records? I don't know. Oh. I don't know, but we believe it was his and him and Chili's story. It was really Jermaine's story. See what I'm trying to say? Right. Wow, connectivity. Was, connectivity, artists. If you are an artist out there, connectivity. Stop trying to fucking put a song out about having 100 chicks. If you got one girl, make a, chick, make a song about her. Stop putting the music out about how much money you have if you're in the struggle. There's right. more people yeah. in the struggle than they are rich. Right. Talk about right. the struggle. Everybody wants gonna, to rich. And you don't have to talk about the struggle from a struggle standpoint. You know me give you a struggle song? I'm gonna give you a struggle song that makes us feel good. I wanna be a billionaire so freaking bad. That's a struggle record. Mm -hmm. That's everybody in the world, I wanna be a billionaire. Yeah. I wanna mm -hmm. be on the cover of Forbes magazine, smiling next to Oprah and the Queen. Every time I close my eyes, I see my name in shiny lights, a different city every night. Oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Nigga, that's when I grow up, I wanna be famous. That's, yeah. That is human connectivity. That's why it works. You don't have to just talk about being poor unless you're tired of it. Mm. See, you think we want you to talk about it in a celebratory way. Like, Field Mob tried to do that. Have you ever been broke? Put your hands up. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't want to put my I hands up if you're broke. If you want to spend some pet money, put your hands up. Yeah! You see what I'm trying to say? Right. So I feel like artists are missing the connectivity of it all. And to me, that's what Ye understands to me more than any artist alive. Mm. Beyonce understands it. Yes, Jay Z understands yeah. it. What's the first line on Beyonce's country song? This ain't Texas, but I hold them. Where is she at? Where is she from? Houston. Houston. Texas. Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nigga, if you from Texas, you like, yup. Yup. See what I'm trying to say? Connectivity. <laughs> mm. Nigga, you better off doing a song saying I'm from Old Nat. At least you're gonna have the whole old Nat with you. Y'all right. yeah, sure. be worried about doing the song in the world, which you start with old Nat, then do God be wrote. Nigga, let me tell you something. I was I, I, I was never the biggest fan of Ludacris. I just wasn't, right? I went to high school with him, but I just didn't I don't I wasn't an animated yeah. style rapper. But when that nigga said, is Ludacris from Old National and God be road, the block is sold. Nigga, he was like, you he was can't he's knighted. <laughs> He's knighted from that point yeah, forward. For sure. When Big Boy and Dre said, oh, National got the skanks, everybody, nigga, knighted. Yeah, and they, mm. <laughs> for sure. You see what I'm trying to say? Knighted. So, he, so and speaking reality. Look at Jack. So like, yeah. Look at Jack. Jack is like, Queens, that's a pride. Yes. Definitely. If you make a song about Queens, you might not get the whole New York, but you're going to have Queens, Queens with you. 
See what I'm trying to say? So what I'm trying to tell you, that's connectivity. And to me, that's what artists are lacking. They want to go so big, so fast that they forget you got to go small first. Mm. You know what's crazy? As I'm listening to this, if you think about going back to the first 10 years of rap, it was all connectivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Song, South it's Bronx. all stories. The big right. record, everything was, Come on, yeah. bro. It, was connect, it was about where, what, 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 the bridge right. is over, what our right. experience are, and we're going to put that to the masses. Yep. Right. Yeah. The message, Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five. When that like came, a jungle sometimes that made me wonder how yeah. I keep it, from it going on. Because, no, they're showing you what it is. In the That's how we hall. felt. This, and this is how we feel. And right. by the way, that record came out of what? 84. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm fucking 10 years old. And I still understand that. Yes, Broken yeah. glass everywhere. People pissing mm-hmm. on the street. It's like they just, just don't, don't care. care. Like, dog. And here's the crazy part. If you aren't in New York, who they made that song for, yes. you understand the New York experience. When I hear right. straight out of Compton, connectivity. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, Tim Dog lived in my projects. Tim Dog makes a song saying, fuck Compton. Oh, uh, butt naked Tim Dog? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that one is. I'm just saying. Ain't that a- no, no, it's no. He had a song called Fuck Compton. Yeah. But my point is, is that connectivity. Mm-hmm. When I heard West Coast music, I knew I was listening to West Coast music. Yeah. In the South, we trick. In the West, they ain't no fun and my homies can't have none. Right. In New York, y'all slap y'all women. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> y'all women slap back. I'm but my point is, but my, but my point is, but my point is, is that, my point is, is that, no, seriously, my point is, is that being a kid, hearing Too Short, Talk about West Coast shit. Nigga, that shit was beautiful to me. Yeah. And I feel like now everybody just wants to come out and say, celebrate me. No, who are you? Yeah. Where you from? Who are what do you do? Nigga, how like it's like, I just miss, I don't want to rant, but I just miss that purity. Like, man, this nigga Jay-Z said a story one day, y'all, and it's like Mr. the realness. Man, I pray that we I, we get to witness that. He talks about DMX and he says he comes out and they turn the lights off and all you hear is him go, the crowd goes crazy. Then he comes out, then he into the show and then he takes his shirt off. Crowd goes crazier. Mm-hmm. And then he starts That's praying. The That's the part. Praying. And now everybody's crying. And then after he prays, then he turns it back up. And then it's like, all right, Jay, you next. She's like, how can I come back? How am I going to go after that? Think about it. Yeah. That's what triggered Jay to be grow. And yes, remember, Jay, remember his answer was, he said, turn the music down as much as you can when I rap. Yep. Don't get mad at me. I don't fuck him out. Thug him out. He, that's why. Because he wanted to show you that's what I can do. Yep. Yeah. I can't do that, but I can do but this. Can do this. Yeah. And that's my point. We're not giving the fans connectivity. And we're wondering why it's not working. Mm-hmm. People always say, why do you think the show is working? I could tell you exactly why it's working. It's easy. Nigga, you talking to somebody who's in the game. Right. Like, you're not talking to somebody who wants to be in the game. You're talking right. to someone who's in the game. Right. So if that's the case, then, nigga, so you talk, so instead of me, I'm telling you how to win the music, and, and at the simultaneously, you're seeing me on the Grammy stage. Yeah. I'm yeah. not telling you how to do it because I did it once. I'm telling you how to do it because I'm doing it right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just feel like, I just feel like artists need to learn that connectivity. When you, before you put out a song, ask yourself, who is this for? How, and because when you know who it's for, it's easy to get it to them. Yes, it is. Now you're not. Mm. Now you're not searching for playlists. Now you're like, shit. All I gotta do is go talk to the couple of people that I know. Those people look at, and and get my shit. It's so easy to win as an artist. You, it just takes a lot more work. That's all it is. But you go to the next one. Okay. I know. We kind of wrap it up. Godfather. <laughs> Godfather. Yeah, I got a Godfather question, but I wanted to ask. Something. Go ahead. Ask, ask another one. Okay, so. It was a woman who welcome to the culture show. She said men should not have social media unless they are making money from it. Furthermore, she said she ordered her boyfriend to delete his accounts and she, he whoa, complied. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, let her get it out. Let her get it out. 
She ordered him. <laughs> she no, no, ordered listen, her boyfriend Jack, get out. to get delete out. his accounts, and he complied. Thoughts? What are y'all thoughts? So would you, would you delete your account if your girl said asked you to delete your account because you wasn't making money on it? No. Jack. Sucker. <laughs> right. She know who. It's a famous Virgin Island saying, "Monkey know a tree to climb." Like, you know, you know when you're dealing with a beta male. You know right. you're dealing with a. Uh, uh, there's so many different versions of males. KG, what are the other versions? Alpha, beta, do you know the other ones? So you just gotta hold yourself. No, like, but my Sassy. Hold the temptation. <laughs> Sucker. Like, y'all need to learn how to hold but, the temptation. But I will, but I will say Instagram. this. But let me say this. She's right. For yeah, everybody. It's a lot of temptation. No, no, no. No, that's not why. Let no. me get that. No. Okay, I'm gonna let you get She's that. right. <laughs> I don't understand how people don't understand that social media is our digital resume. And if you're using social media to post a picture of yourself to say, hey, look at me, without trying to attract something, you don't understand the concept of social media. Okay. Yeah. If, if you got to look at it like this, we all are our own media companies at this yeah. couch. Right. We can press a button and talk to a certain amount of people, right? If you got 20,000 followers, I can press a button and talk to 20,000 people. Now, how can I talk about what you're doing to make us some money? It's the same concept. Yeah. She's not wrong that you should be using social media to make money, but what is she doing? That's what I would ask, right? Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie, some people, some people aren't good at it, but social media is the devil. Okay, so from or it woman, could be God sent. It depends on how you treat it. Yeah. If it's mm. the devil, if you're using it to get <laughs> chicks, and that's what it's for. But if you're using it to make money, man, I always tell people, you want to know how you know if you use social media her, wrong? If you have more followers than you have money in the bank. <laughs> I'm being honest. If you have more followers than you have money in the bank, then you don't understand the concept of social media. Because if you could talk to 20,000 people, that means you could make $20,000. You just have to figure out how to do it, right? I just feel like there's a lot of temptation on social media. Like, you might have your page, like, and all of all you see is girls with BBLs and titties dancing, twerking. Like that show, that's what pops up on your timeline. Like with men, I know that's very that happens a lot. You might just get on social media. Next thing you know, it's just women everywhere. Yeah. Next thing you know, you sliding in the DM. Temptation is a motherfucker. When you not, you know, Tempta when you not handling business, you on Instagram looking at. Temptation is a motherfucker, and Instagram can <laughs> be motivational a quotes. No, no, <laughs> no. Me, you're not no looking at I, I only like for me. I follow animal pages. Yeah, I own, so like that, I love following animal pages yeah. because I like to see the unfairness of it all. I what's, like to see what's your favorite animal. No, no, no. I'm talking about like I love probably a lion, but what I'm talking about is I that too, I, I, why, I like man. I like seeing animal pages because you'll see like a tiger eating the head of a baby monkey, and right. it's, and as disgusting that is. That's the world we live yeah, in. Yeah, that's the world. Mm. Yeah. They don't know right from wrong. Mm. Like you'll see babies get snatched. Like you, you'll see lions trying to take a calf yeah. from his mother and the mother's trying to fight. And you realize that the shit is for everybody. The, the whole world is a jungle. Mm -hmm. We just a sophisticated, more sophisticated jungle, but it's still dog eat dog. So dog my thing dog. is like, my thing is like, I just see in women, it's like shit. I tell every man out there, when you see a fine chick, instead of looking at the fun you can have with her, look at how much it's going to cost you. Time and money. <laughs> I guarantee if you do that, you change your mind. Cause as far the finer she is, the more she expects. The more she that's true. The and more she, and the more you're gonna have to do. DM. And then once you do it, you realize it wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. Cause you what you lost out on, like you can get money back, but you can't get time, time back. back. Right. And so for me, it's like if you a man and you still need discipline, you ain't got no focus. Cause if if you put an opportunity in my face and a girl in my face, I don't care if she's naked. I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking an opportunity. opportunity. Right. It's a Every time. And I, so my point, so when you open your social media, look for opportunities. Instead of women. Instead of women. 
But speaking of BBLs, did you see the one with the the girl that took the picture and? Yeah, when so she shit first is got bleeding and yeah, all that's that. all it is. Yeah, that shit's crazy. I never had the shit that women that's go through to look beautiful is. for men. Yeah, you be leaking. It's insane. You be leaking. The shit that women go through to look beautiful <laughs> for men yeah, is no, it's crazy. I had to lipo me. and I was leaking. Like Ooh. that's what it goes to. Yeah, no, no, it's it's, it's definitely you. It's it's bro. It's, it's like houses. Shot me. <laughs> See, you, you you can't do that though. What you, the recovery house? No, you fucked up. You a fucked up person. I tell you why. He Because you enjoy BBLs when you see them. Yeah, I've I, I never but, told you that. I've seen you see them, and, and you like, enjoy wow, it. Yeah, but, so yeah, nice but. yeah. So let's be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my point is this: is that my point is this: is that it's it's the it, instead of saying ill, I just got to give women credit for the things they go through to look pretty for us. Yeah. And in return, I would ask women to give us credit for the stuff that we go through to make sure we can provide for y'all. That's true. We all give each other credit. We all be happy. Right. Let's start giving credit. Don't we have an episode? Don't we have a, a segment called Credit Check? That's why I do it. Give mm. me give my credit. So I'm going to give you ladies credit for going through that to look beautiful. Mm. And you know, it's it, men, it's working. It's working. Ne- men, I've, I've never seen a man complain about BBL in my life. Never. Unless it's too, too big. Hard. But I think the craziest shit I be seeing now. Now, ass shots. And thank, thank God. Hold it for Baldwin. You, you ever see like a dude put the wig on and the, and the barber cut, cut his hair? Oh, no. Nah, I've never seen The that. wig fitted? Yeah, what? yeah, it's yeah. crazy. How's it crazy? Is men going through the same thing that look nice for women? They have everything that you could think for women hair wise. They have for men. You Y'all went far with the baby. You get the fake dreads. Yeah. You can do everything. And the hairline. I, man, I mean, I don't know, man. Next one was good. Yeah, maybe I'm twenty twenty four. Maybe I've been fucking it. sleeping somewhere. Or something you like better that. get with it. Times are different. <laughs> okay, so y'all, I was out last night and I was just in the club, right? So I, a question just came to my head and I wrote it down. So I had a question for y'all. So since there's more women than men in the world, meaning our choice of men is very small, do you think this is why we always end up making bad decisions? Because even the lamest nigga got three hoes. Ooh, Ooh. she just motherfucking laid in. That's what she talk. came out to fight. Yeah, um, uh, I think that there is a scarcity mentality amongst women with good men, and I think there's an abundance mentality amongst men for women. Notice I didn't say good women. Mm. Uh, I think that the thing I have to give about women is that a woman, a woman is like a glass of water. She could fit any in form it, yeah. of the body you give her. She could fit in it. If you need to be frozen, it could be frozen. If you needed to boil it and turn it into to vapor, um, vaporous or it hits the ceiling and comes back, it's women of that, right? Yeah. Uh, so I got to give y'all that. So I just feel like, you know, you guys, women are fucking the ecosystem up because women want the same kind of guy. Yeah. Um, like it's horrible. Like, like women want the same man. Everyone every woman wants a boss. I've never seen a chick say, I just want a good worker. You know, like when you true. hear that, like, you know what I mean? So mm, to so me, it's not it's, it's but here's the thing. Men, because it's in abundance, we feel like whether we driving a Honda Accord or we driving a Rolls Royce, somebody gonna want us. Yeah. Right? Sure. That's how we feel, right? Now, yeah. you, you know the difference. I mean, you know the Rolls Royce girls versus the Honda girls. But my point is, is that sure. men understand how to get what they want based on what they have. So I got to give them that. But it's a scarcity thing amongst women. And I would just challenge women to look in other places. Yeah. But also, here's the problem. That nigga ain't cool. So it's kind of like you mm. go to the cool school, and now you're dealing with a dude that's at a prep school. He ain't cool. He ain't up on the hottest new shit. But he can take better care of you. I, told, I saw a guy tell me, he said, if a woman wants a husband, she should go for a lame. 
Yeah, but y'all don't want lames. And the same way, and you know, y'all don't I want, want lame. lame. Who gonna stay at home? After I say. after experiencing a couple of cool <laughs> no niggas in your media, life, right? yeah, no, no social media. After <laughs> experiencing a couple of cool niggas, though, let me do what I want to do. After, 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 because you've experienced you a couple want, of cool yeah, niggas. You want that? After I like somebody rip, who lets rip, me be ripped me. Ripped your heart and your soul apart. What you mean by that? You want to lame after a nigga done ripped your heart and soul apart. Oh, no. She rips the hearts and souls. That's my nigga I, right I mean, there. I, I oh, no. Don't I'm know. telling you about her, I don't though. Know. She don't play. I'm, just, I'm saying in general, most women wants the lame niggas after they done been ran through or a nigga done ripped their hearts and souls apart. That's incredible. No, that's not true. That's true. What? That's, that's true. true. I feel like the lame nigga ripped their heart and soul apart. Now they're just messed up about it. So, you know, now, Usually if, if a, now if a, their judge of man no, no, is no, just no. all messed up. But you know what it is? Can I be honest with you? This is what we don't talk about. Lame is and cool are both in the eyes of the beholder. Yes. Yeah. Some people might think it's lame to take care of your kids, yeah. to lead the block, to go take care he of your kids. Lame, lame man, nigga. Right. Man, we all here selling crap. Like, it's like lame and cool is in the, behind, uh, the eye of the beholder. Right. I just know we don't but have any selections. I'm not finished. I got to say one more important thing. But women define cool. Men don't. Mm. That's true. And, and women can redefine cool. And make the what we used to think was lame cool, and all of a sudden we're gonna have a whole bunch of good husbands, happy women, mm-hmm. but they're gonna still be cheating with them street niggas that's out there shooting people and all the other shit because it feels good to have it. So it's like it's like what you want. It gives you like a thrill. Yeah. It gives you like a little thrill. Yeah. But I just was because I was looking around, I'm like, it's so many women in here and not enough men. And I was looking around, I'm like, just look at this lame man with like he got like two hoes on his side. I'm like, what are y'all? Well, like, they had a table. He was buying drinks. Yeah, he was. I was like, exactly. He was buying women, drinks. Women don't know. We, we don't talk enough about how women but use niggas so, in the club. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Niggas, a lame nigga should say that. I go in there with yo, $40 you, and I'm balling. Listen, I don't know how many times <laughs> that I've been out. I don't ask for buy drinks. DJs. They just I do it. Yeah, you know, been outside, outside. I never ask a man to buy drinks. I've drink. seen women, they will go to the front of the club and wait. They will wait for that person. The right person walking to walk in with That person that's going to come, oh, he's getting a section, and the next to you know, that person that was by himself is now 8D. Yep. And he's going to the section now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In Atlanta, as they say, she was and men can't. That's some shit, though. No, no, that's that's life, though. That's no, just that's that's everywhere. everywhere. And then they'll dig. Trying to get a free drink. Back home, no disrespect, but we call them fish because they gonna come and pick all your stuff up. <laughs> oh wow! And they gonna drink up everything. <laughs> they gonna drink it all. I like that. We call them fish. And that's what they gonna do. They gonna come around. They gonna smoke all your hookah. They gonna drink up all your liquor. And then when it's time for the bill to come, they gone. And then they out the door. And they out the door. And they out the door. By the way, that happened to me yesterday. Motherfucker sat down. Then when it's time for the check, they give me the bill. I ain't even eat. And they out the door. I get the bill. I paid everybody food. You're supposed to eat first. I didn't know because I was making sure everybody else was straight. And then I wound up with the bill. That's crazy. But do the fish care? No, because they ate and they got the They ate and they got And they left. That's why. And then next time people be like, next time people be like, why you don't invite me out? There it is. When that check come, that check I don't see nobody ask me, do I need help? When them bottles come, I see everybody ask me, need me to pour? <laughs> yeah, pour. When the Cut check come, nobody say, you need something on it? No. Nope. So it is what it is. Okay. So I got a Godfather, Godfather question for you guys. Last so doc, question. Let's go. Last question. Dr. Umar states to Nick Cannon that female teachers often get young black male students put on medication for normal male behavior they don't understand. <sighs> Can I be honest with you? I saw that. And I seen that too. I thought Dr. Umar, it was the first time I thought about it differently. Um, because men should be teaching men now that I thought about it. Um, when he said that, I was like, because you're right. A woman might not, like women, like girls are way different. Like mm-hmm. my daughter, you give her her phone 
or her iPad she and said. something to watch on TV. Mm-hmm. She'll go in her room for four yeah. hours. You won't even hear from her. Yeah. But my son, he wants to go outside and he wants to play and do all the other stuff. So it's a difference in mentality. But when he said that, I was like, damn, I looked at my life. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. how different my life if I had a strong male teacher? Like a strong male te- Like my favorite teacher was a strong male teacher, Mr. Kemp. Mm-hmm. And he was a rich white man, and he would come to the hood to teach black kids. And I learned more from him than I learned from any teacher in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it was never about, he taught political science. It was never about political science. It was always about uh, life. Like, I remember it was a big fight in the school, big fight. And, you know, he was just always like, kind of like, why do you guys fight? Yeah. Like, man. Like, why you got so much and he was energy? Like, he was like, no, he was just yeah. like, well, why are y'all fighting each other? He said, the, the bruises are going to heal. He was like, you want to know how we fight in my world? And he always do this. So we hit them in their pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that always stuck with me because in school, it was all about fighting. But when I became a man, I was like, that is the mm-hmm. most important lesson I've ever learned in my life from school right. is that it's not about fighting in the real world. It's about money. money. And when he said that, it, that's when you figured out like life. So. When he said that, I thought Dr. Umar was correct for that. I'm not going to lie. I actually was like, wow, that's really important to say. We need to talk about that. Yeah. Mm. So my I, thoughts are- I mean, it's crazy because I was bad, believe <laughs> it or not, I, 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 I believe and, I, and I remember, um, I mean, my dad was in my life um, until he died. But I was a Ritalin kid, so really? my mother was like, yeah, put him on medicine. <laughs> I, I mean, I always was yeah. smart, but I was bad. Yeah, you was hyper. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I remember- I was smart enough to know like that the medicine was making me feel fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that 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 that's a big thing. They try to throw that on yeah, us in the in, in the community. Like, you know, you got bad kids. They either want to give you medicine, give medicine or try medicine, to put, put them, you in yeah. special ed or some stupid shit. But my shit thing like is that, that why 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 don't why don't we talk more about how the education system is so old, so outdated. It's archaic. Yeah. It's, it's archaic. archaic. Yeah. Exactly. And to me, it's like, why wouldn't we focus more on having fun, uh, uh, teaching the kids? It's weird. It's like, I always tell people, I'm like, the one thing that I was always great at is the one thing you can't do in school, which is talk. Mm. You got to stop talking. So I know how to talk. I can talk my way through the lesson, but you're not supposed to talk. You're supposed to just let her teach. And so it's kind of like, by the way, school's archaic because... It's nothing is one size fits all in this world except for school. And then we wonder why you got some people that go to school, get good grades and don't become shit. You got some people that don't like the college dropouts are the ones that run the world. Yeah, because the system teaches you to be a worker. Yes, the system doesn't teach you to run it because if you want to run it, then you don't need the system. It teaches us to be the worker. It puts us in debt. Have you worked for 20 years to pay that off? Pay that off. Yeah. And then all exactly. So for me, I just look at it like. We just got to, the system's archaic and we got to fit. By the way, one of my dreams is to create a, a school for kids mm-hmm. because I just feel like, man, if I, I look at myself and I look at everything I am and I'm like, man, if I had one person in my life that was like, you can do it. Yeah. I'd probably be five times what I am today. Sure. I, I had to tell myself I could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, amongst the voices telling me. You can't. You can't. Guess what? You just got to tell So you got to just keep. So what I'm saying, but it's like, imagine you have somebody invest in you. I remember my cousin told my uncle, Raymond got to move out because he ain't paying no rent. And my uncle was like, but he's chasing his dream. And she was like, I don't give a fuck about his dream. It's my cousin. That's my same cousin who lives in my guest house now. Mm. So I'm trying to say. Yeah. So it's kind of like, by the way, I don't hold on to it because they don't know no better. Mm -hmm. But. Now that you know, you better fucking do right. right. And that's the point of podcast. That's why I say do podcast. Mm-hmm. People, are, the problem with this world is people feel alone. 
They feel alone in their struggle. They feel alone in their concerns. They feel alone in everything they're going through. And the only thing that kind of makes us feel good is social media. Sometimes yeah. you're seeing a friend doing good or that. So for me, everything could be too much of anything is bad for yeah. you. And, too, and, 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 and if you use anything the right way, it could be good for you. Right. right? I just feel like as moms, they should, instead of putting your kids on medicine, you should try some natural herbs and remedies or do something else, you know, instead of putting your kid on Radolin, don't just listen to, oh, you need, you know, your kid might be a little hyper, because I was a hyper child, but, you know, I tried other things. My mom, you know, she African, so she gave me different things to do, like, you know, go meditate, you know, go do yoga, whatever makes you feel good, you know, instead of, instead of, you know, to calm you down, instead right. of putting me on the drugs. But I just want to end it. I got one more question to ask y'all. You know, I got to get mixy with y'all real quick. Oh, boy. <laughs> no sex for two years, and you get $70 million, What you going to do? Just beat it. <laughs> you, what, I, beat I, it. I, my, my, but is it, is it, no sex for is two years, and you get $70 self, million, What you going to do? Solo sex? It didn't well, say I no mean, masturbation. It said sex. That's solo but sex. But is masturbation a part of sex? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I, I thought it's something. Can I be honest acting. with you? We all face that every day. Yep. That's that's every man's decision. Chase girls or chase money. Because if you chase girls, you lose opportunity to make money. And if you chase money, you lose opportunity to give with women. So that's I want every the 70 man. Million. Yeah, I could, I could do go, it. I could, I could definitely go do it. You're a woman. I could do it. You're, easy. You're a woman. Easy. It's easy for y'all. Easy. Y'all don't, y'all don't, I like us. <laughs> we are the hunters. <laughs> It's easy for so y'all. Let, let me ask you I'll a be question. Up so 70 million, yeah. Since you've been having sex, what's the longest you've been without having sex? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, that's crazy that you. I only know. have really one outlet my whole life with sex. So I, I mean, it's kind of like, why are you asking me that, Jack? Leave me alone. I'm, I, Jack, well, I'm asking everybody. everybody. I'm asking what's everybody. Asking everybody. That, Jack, I'm not just asking you. I'm, like, I'm, I'm asking I, everybody. I have to have sex every day, bro. Oh, you that's have crazy. to. You say you have to I have sex I know men like that, day? though. And that really bothers me. Like, bro, we just had sex. Like, what's up? In every some day. capacity? I'm not trying to... Man for you. Every day. I, I want to keep it spicy. If I have sex with you every day, I'm going to get tired of you. Not with me. That's not true. <laughs> not with me. That's not true. I create different conversations. <laughs> I don't know. You got to give me another... Maybe if you, you add another couple inches every day. No, no, no. It's not even about, it's not, it's not even about, <laughs> about that. that. To me, to me, sex is boring when it's the same. But yeah. when it's like, meet me in the laundry room. You know, like you gotta make yeah, it you fun. Gotta, yeah, That's exactly. Right. But then you already done did all the demo. What? Listen, man. honestly, I get bored. I ain't gonna lie. I get bored. So, dumb ass question: Do you get bored? What's your what's your what's your vice? Like, what's something that you love? In sex? No, not sex. Like something that you could do that you love. Like, I love to shop. Okay, so you can shop every day. Mm, every. Every other day, you bullshit. Food shopping. If you had unlimited money, could you shop every day? Huh? If you had unlimited money, would you shop every oh, day? Oh, for sure. I'm outside. That's my point. You just answered the question. Okay. You don't like sex what? because you probably have someone that you need variety. But I'm not. But sex is. It takes a lot, and it takes a lot of energy out of you to do every day. Like it's like what? a workout. Not really. Sex drains me. It's like talking. Job. It's like talking. You sound like that you woman, on, you you sound that woman on the color purple. I just lay there and let him do his business, and then it's over. <laughs> no, but it's draining every single day. Like, what? And then I'm not no quickie. I like, you know, I like to get it in there. So okay, like, then that's yeah. what you do at night. But you set, up, you set some shit up in the middle of the day to set nah, it up like, for the night. I only got time in the day. <laughs> okay, because oh, you got shit. kids. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, them kids going to yeah. do it. Well, give, I got self-control, but the, the longest I went was um, probably like six months. I was in jail. <laughs> I about to say you was in jail. That's yeah. why. Okay. You had no choice, nigga. Definitely. Okay, cool. Maybe a couple months. So we done. And I need a couple. 
Like two. I did. <laughs> two. <laughs> That's crazy because like long I did like a ten months. Please. Nah. Nah. I swear to God, Please. when I had my son. So you wasn't DJing. No, I wasn't doing nothing. It he was when I was pregnant. DJ. Okay. <laughs> Guys, this is the culture report. Shout out to our sponsors. <laughs> Shout out to Two Laws Distribution. Yeah, Shout out to Tote Carry. Are you the EP of the show, nigga? You want to make it? We got we got knowledge of the people that pay. Right, right, right. My bad. Shout out to Tote and Carry. Uh, Shout out to Two Laws. Shout out to Yoko Vodka. And also shout out to uh, KL Alkaline Water. Um, And this is the Culture Report. Please like, share, subscribe. Send us to somebody. uh, Hit us and tell us something that you want us to talk about. And this is the God Show. Culture Report, we are out. Let's go. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.